back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. on the block hitting the hardwood with East Strick and Bach on the block once again we thank you guys for tuning in and joining us I am on the road Bach is in studio but in nonetheless we are still here and it is a block party going on we missed out and not had I'm, I'm a little light today you can see the cup is not full but there's a lot of information that's going on out there the series right now in basketball for the uh, NBA Finals is now two to one after the the spanking that uh, and I'm gonna say it's a spanking even though the score was closer than that I still think that actually the Celtics looked like they spanked them this game it, it didn't look like it was you know as close as it was um, it was real scrappy it was uh, a defensive just masterpiece that the Celtics put on and their guys showed up when they needed it. And one thing you also got to hear, if you haven't been there to the jungle, you got to kind of get a taste of what it's like to be in that atmosphere. Even though you weren't in it, you sounded like you were in it. If you were watching the game from, uh, you know, your theater room, your living room or wherever you was watching this game. It was very, very raucous up in there. Uh, Even my boy Pete Pierce was getting them going uh, <laughs> during the game, but they they got after it, man. They did they did some things I think Bach that were unique. The score ended up being uh, Boston winning, and uh, the final score. Let me see, one hundred to one sixteen. So in this particular game, there were some things that stood out to me. One, some of the impactful players that. Uh, Golden State had been relying on uh, your Kevin Looney's, uh, your Jordan Pools in the in the Mavericks in the Denver uh, series. Wiggins has been pretty consistent despite having to guard uh, the best players on Boston's team night in and night out. Uh, Clay Thompson arrived and had a pretty good game for the most part, but that that's that's those are the consistent things, you know. Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown. Tatum didn't play very well to me, um, but he was impactful because guess what? His assist numbers were up there again with low turnovers. That's the part I want to talk about is this Boston team during this game, game three, uh, they didn't turn the ball over like they did in previous games. Whenever they lose, whenever they struggle, they turned the ball over at a high clip. They didn't do that, and yet they were able to defensively turn them over 16 times, and it pretty much put them in a position uh, to win this game. And getting Robert Williams the third back is also a great, a great piece that's helping them in their in the way that they're playing their defense right now. 
Yeah, I mean, you just look at it in, in, in total points in the paints. 52 for Boston, 26 for Golden State. We know Golden State's a three-point shooting team. That's what they've made their dynasty off of. Um, but uh, they've they've been thinking twice about getting in the lane when Robert Williams is in there. Um, and he's, he's got uh, he got like a few block shots yesterday. Probably should have had a few more that he got uh, called fouls on. Um, but in any case, um, you're right. I mean, and Tatum wasn't finishing at the, the rim necessarily well, but I thought that the commentators did a good job of saying, you know what, you still want him attacking um, and and trying to get to the rim because it can open up things for others. And again, getting all those assist numbers up, Marcus Smart bouncing back from a two-point performance uh, the previous game. Um, it's it, it just, it you know, it, it's kind of funny how we go through these series and the ups and downs and the l- latest winner is the one um, that everybody expects to, to win. But for both these teams, still yet to lose a game in back-to-back games in situ- in this situation. I haven't lost two in a row for either team throughout this entire stretch. Um, it's kind of interesting where Boston is in their situation now uh, is that they're going to have, you know, they, they have a two-to-one lead now. There's two more games in the Garden regardless because they're at least getting to game six. Um, so they can close it out on their home court. They can guarantee that if they, if they protect home court, they will be the champions. Um, and, uh, and you wonder if they, they kind of get it going because the Warriors... I don't know. It, it. It. I don't know if you have to remember that between Draymond and 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 Steph Curry and 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 um, Thompson, they only played like eight minutes together in the regular season. So this is not the the normal um, cohesive group. Um, they're just they they just kind of had the playoffs to get going, and and they've got a good supporting cast around them. But Thompson's not who he used to be. So are you going to get this time? You, you, you at least need Thompson. Um, or uh, somebody off the bench for the Warriors to, to kind of take over. Jordan Poole is usually that guy. He's not having a great series compared to what he did in the regular season, but this is the Celtics. This is the toughest defensive team in the league. It's the finals where they let a physicality get after you a little bit more. Um, so I'm, I'm intrigued to see, um, you know, if both those guys get going, you can count on Steph. Um, you know, the Warriors will take another game or two in the series, but uh, if not, I, I just wonder if Steph doesn't have quite enough help as he tries to get his first finals MVP. What did you think about the garden? Um, the, the, the comments from clay, I suppose there was the bleep you Draymond, <laughs> um, uh, chance raining down from the garden. Um, you know, Thompson says, yeah, real classy Boston and all that stuff, but that's, that's the type of environment you think you want. Um, yeah, yeah if, if you're, if you're in, in Boston's not necessarily known for classy, I suppose. They're known more no. for being a hostile environment. So I'll yeah. take a hostile environment over a classy one any day if I'm trying to win a game. Absolutely. And I have nothing uh, against what that was, what, what what was happening with the Boston Celtic crowd against the Golden State Warriors. That's what playoff basketball is about. That's how intense it's going to be. Your crowd is just as raucous as theirs in a, in, in their own way. But more so than anything, I think monitor the Steph Curry situation, and it wasn't a dirty play. Al Harford didn't go at even even the Marcus Smart play back then wasn't a dirty play. Yeah. It's just two scrappy people hustling for a ball, and he just happened to dive that way. And this particular instance, they both dove at the ball. It just so happened. You came under him a little bit, and he turned on his backside and ended up being on your leg. I mean, that happens in the game, you know, so I don't think it was dirty by any means. I think that's the thing you want to want to monitor, though, is how how effective will Steph be coming out of that? Because obviously it's he sounded like he hurt it. You know, he was hurt. 
So um, maybe not to the extent the technology now is way better than it used to be. So uh, maybe he'll he'll be okay. Maybe he's playing coy. <laughs> maybe he's letting on that his his, his injury is worse off than it is. So you kind of slack off a little bit, and then, then he comes in and bombs you with with a 10-3 game or something like that. Yeah, so I I, I wouldn't – I would watch it, not yeah. be uh, crazy about it or get overzealous about it, but I would watch it just to make sure that what's going on there. And then the other thing to watch as, as Game 4 approaches here on Friday is the third quarter is completely owned by the Warriors, and the fourth quarter, which is uh, less publicized but maybe more know so that it's been three games, has been completely owned by the Celtics. Uh, as you kind of go through it, the, the Warriors are averaging 35.33 points Per, per third quarter in this series, the Celtics are averaging 21. Um, the average difference there is, is 14, 14 plus points in the third quarter. The Celtics are doing themselves no favors coming out of the locker room, but they are finishing in, in you know, they're winning in finishing times where they average 29 points per game in the fourth quarter. Uh, the Warriors with just 11 points last night. Now they called the dogs with about two minutes left, but still 11 points in winning time uh, averaged just 15.66 points in the fourth quarter so far in this series. Do you expect that to continue? What I mean, what do you make of those sort of just been completely dominated by each team in each quarter? I mean, I, I would normally tell the Celtics to to come out a little bit stronger in the third quarter. Uh, but if you're a fourth quarter finisher, hey, if it do, if it's not broke, don't try to fix it. Because yeah. right now it's working. Um, that is, I guess it's kind of just saying and taking into account that's what Golden State does. They're, they're a very strong uh, mentally coming out of the, the half and just jumping on you and really just trying to either get back into a game or push a game and put that pressure on you. It's just uh, in this game, Boston hasn't succumbed. I think Boston has become more hardened than we tend to give them credit for. Um, the losses that they had in, in previous game sevens, uh, in previous playoff series, tough losses that they've had, but yet still have the same core. This goes back to what we're talking about, about the football and, and other things, right? These guys have been together, even with Danny Age was there. Oh, yeah. Some of those guys, Tice and, you know, Horford, those guys were with this previous group when they took some of those L's and when they, they've been in some of those battles. Brad Stevenson's has the heart, the guts, and the cojones to basically say, hey, we're bringing these guys back together. We think this is a great supporting cast, and now let's make a run at it. So these guys are battle hard and tested, just like, just like Golden State. They are too. But at the same time, I think their defensive prowess is not as good as Boston's, and that's what's going to close games out in fourth quarters. Uh, then the other th- the other uh, kind of uh, big storyline coming out of it is Draymond Green, because, of course, how couldn't it be? Draymond's always uh, worth talking about. 2.6 fouls? Yeah, in this, in this case, uh, oh. the negative side of Draymond Green. The strong guy, the big, big bully. Yeah, guy. the bully that uh, apparently uh, doesn't like being bullied by the Boston crowd. But in any case, I guess he didn't have a problem with it. It was more Clay Thompson. Uh, but people are now talking about it. he's already got a, a deal signed with Turner, so he's kind of – Getting toward the latter half of his career probably is going to jump on the mic at when his career is over. Uh, and he's got a podcast that's wildly popular 
But should he be doing it right after a finals loss is kind of the question now because that's what he did. He went we went to the hotel after the loss, started his uh, started his podcast and and got a lot of people upset about it. Um, to his point, what he was saying is, what am I supposed to be doing? Um, you know, I'm going to watch tape. I'm going to get prepared for the next game. Um, but just in the in the hours after a loss. Um, it's, uh, and so I, I, I understand that argument. I understand that he has a little free time to be able to do it. I just know that it's not a good look, uh, after a loss. It's not a good look. I don't have a problem with it. You know, this is a different time of, uh, of social media and they go and do post game pre, you know, pressers with all media. Why not do it for yourself? Yeah. Uh, be able to get your own questions, narratives, and thoughts out on your own platform. So I don't have a problem with that. I do look at it like you do in the fact that it's it's not a good look. Yeah, traditionally, that's you, not, you good, know, good not a good way. It's not a good look to be out there and, and talking. Um, but again, like I say, I don't have a problem with whatever your platform, narrative news, and the way that you're going to cover your thoughts I think people would like to hear the inner thoughts of, of, of a player after games and how they feel about it and what they think about it and what they think they could have done better or where they missed the mark or, you know, those things, those are the thoughts other than what somebody else is going to ask you those questions. You can share it with your own followers and people. Yeah. And he did it from, you know, his hotel room. So, I mean, it's either that or, yeah. you know, watch TV or whatever else you do there. What what do, what was kind of the routine for most of the players a couple hours after the games usually? Yeah. I mean, normally we, we could go get something to eat. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll go to either a special place that we like. I mean, we get per diem. Their per diem is even better than when it was when we were there. Um, so you, you may go out to eat if you're in a hostile territory, you probably don't, uh, like Boston, I wouldn't because that's, that's a recipe for somebody to spit on you, throw a drink on you, you know, bump into you, shoulder you. And then all of a sudden, I mean, you don't, you don't do it on, on playoff situations like that. You probably stay close to the room. You know, eat something, maybe hang, play some cards, dominoes with some some of your teammates, and relax, get ready for whatever practice, shoot around, film session is going to be the next day. Yeah, well, that makes sense, and so I I, I don't have much of a problem with it either. So, um, but it is what it is, and, and traditionally not a good look. Maybe it's something we'll adjust to, as uh, as like you said, uh, technology is kind of taking over, and I like I I think the best part that you just said is you got to make your own narratives about it, although. You know he's he said he's going to do it either way. I don't know how much he would be excited to do that after he he played that bad of a game. It just he was a non-factor um, after being such a big factor in, in the game too. Uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll wrap things up here on the block on ninety-three-seven. The ticket. <laughs> 